0: This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Friday, February 16th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Over the last week, the Indiana Soybean Alliance has led a 10-person delegation to Indonesia to meet with potential soybean buyers and tour various facilities in the country. The goal is to reach a deal that would allow for the export of up to 2.5 million metric tons of soybeans by container to the country each year. That would represent about a quarter of Indiana's annual soybean production, said Ed Ebert, Senior Director of Market Development with the Indiana Soybean Alliance. The importance of it can't be understated in terms of uh, its overall contribution to the amount of soybeans that are exported out of the United States. It is uh, by far the largest uh, consumer of U.S. soy in the form of number one yellow soybeans, which they use to make food products uh, here in Indonesia, principally tofu and tempeh. The effort to expand sales of specialty crops like soybeans is being assisted through the USDA's Regional Agricultural Promotion Program, which is providing $1.3 billion to American producers to diversify their export markets. In addition to members from the Indiana Soybean Alliance, the delegation included representatives from the Indiana State Department of Agriculture, the Ports of Indiana, Greensburg Mayor Josh Marsh, and growers and business owners from throughout the state. Aqua Bounty Technologies Incorporated is planning to sell its indoor fish farm operation in the Delaware County town of Albany. The Maynard, Massachusetts-based aquaculture company said the move is part of an effort to improve its financial position and prioritize construction of a new facility in Ohio. The company uses the facility to produce its genetically engineered aqua-advantaged salmon, which it says reach harvest weight faster and more efficiently than conventional salmon grown in sea cages and are free of antibiotics and ocean contaminants. Lucas Oil Products on Friday announced the promotion of Morgan Lewis to CEO and Katie Lucas to president as part of a family leadership transition plan at the company. Morgan Lewis, the son of Lucas Oil founders and owners Forrest and Charlotte Lucas, has been president of the lubricant and fuel additive company since 2020 and essentially took over chief executive duties last year when Forrest Lucas relinquished the title of CEO and became chairman. As part of the transition, Morgan Lucas has been overseeing the company's headquarters move from Corona, California to Indianapolis, which began in late 2022. Katie Lucas, Morgan's wife, has been chief administrative officer since 2022 and previously served as vice president of strategy and philanthropy. The company said Katie Lucas will manage day-to-day operations and continue to lead all of Lucas Oil's philanthropic and community engagement endeavors. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing. Plus, you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Forbes is out with its 2024 list of America's best midsize employers, and eight Indiana-based companies are included. The publication, in partnership with research firm Statista, compiled the list based on a survey of more than 170,000 U.S.-based workers. Noblesville Schools was the highest-ranked Hoosier employer at number 18. It was followed by Hendricks Regional Health in Danville at number 22 and Barnes & Thornburg in Indianapolis at number 77. Mid-size employers are defined by Forbes as those with between 1,000 and 5,000 employees. Survey respondents were asked to rate their employer and if they would recommend their employer to others. Indianapolis-based commercial fire protection and life safety company CertiSite has acquired Grove City, Ohio-based fire systems professionals. The companies announced Wednesday, FSP is a fire systems and security business in the Columbus area. Terms of the deal are not being disclosed. FSP? Founded in 2005, focuses on fire sprinklers, but also offers services for fire alarms, access control, and video surveillance. In 2023, attorneys saw venture capital exits at their lowest levels since the pandemic and the 2008 market crash, according to the Bain & Company Global M&A Report 2024. In 2023, the total M&A market dropped 15% to $3.2 trillion the lowest level in a decade. Also, private equity exits, the process of selling investments through various strategies, were down 44% in value and 22% in volume. Despite the record low of 2023, Barnes & Thornburg LLP partner Joshua Hollingsworth is cautiously optimistic about the future of venture capital exits. Still, he also opined that 2024 may not be a total rebound for exits. Rather, he said they'll likely find a new normal in venture capital activity. Not-for-profit Sixteen Tech Community Corporation has announced a total of $289,000 in grants from its Community Investment Fund, which will support seven Indianapolis neighborhood projects. An advisory board vetted the projects seeking a focus on workforce training, business support education, neighborhood capacity building, and infrastructure and beautification. The organization prioritizes the Near West, Near Northwest, Historic Flanner House Homes, and Ransom Place Neighborhoods. Alan Bacon, co-founder of social justice organization Gang Gang, is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.